Hey, good morning, traders. Very, very warm welcome to today's pre-market trade plan live session. Um, now, today is Tuesday, the 12th of um, September. I uh, hope we're all keeping well. Um, the whole purpose behind this particular session every morning is for us to be as prepared as we can for today's trading opportunities. Now, we've got some, I suppose, um, there's certain moves occurring in these markets, um, little, built into a little bit of indecision within there. Um, and there's some very, very important major news due out tomorrow, which is likely to to really scupper things even further. So uh, let's break that down for you in a little bit more detail. We'll, of course, start with our risk warning. Take a brief moment to figure out yourself with our risk warning currently up on screen. And just as a quick introduction, um, all profitable traders, they need to consider trade selection. So which markets do we focus our attentions on? Where do we then want to enter and exit these markets? Um, how do we manage risk? Risk management is an important feature, but so too is trade management. And they're not, they're not the same thing. They're very different things. Um, so be mindful of that. And then trade and psychology. <coughs> so this is more of a generic overview of, you know, what's involved in the trading process. Um, and just to let you know, we we address these considerations every day in our live trade rooms. These are um, our, our discussion points, and we are strong advocates of being consistent in our approach, accurate with the levels we use, so they're not sort of randomly generated uh, entries and exits. They're, they're they're calculated. They they use um, either breakout levels or they use. Um, uh, support resistance levels on perhaps like a daily time frame, for example. So we uh, we do use these levels for very specific reasons, and we try to explain them as we go. Discipline with our capital, um, which is important, and then being patient as well, which is a uh, which is an important element. Okay, so let's start with review of potential market moving news then. So we bring over uh, Forex Factory. So. Um, we get a nice little concise little breakdown of today's news events. And um, so far this morning, we've just had some uh, pound employment numbers through. We've got uh, the claim and count change, which coming in much, much better than expected, um, which is why it's positive in color. Uh, so not much change on the... Uh, on the unemployment front, average earnings index on a quarterly basis is uh, is actually a little bit higher than what was anticipated, um, with the unemployment rate remaining at 4.3. So this may just suggest really that it's back over to the BOE now to see if they're going to raise rates even more um, with a stubborn jobs number that's not really shifting. Um, they may be ultimately quite concerned about the higher inflation, uh, lower growth type environment. So um, uh, we, we'll get the stats a bit closer to the time, but there is the expectation that the BOE will will at least, we'll see one more rate hike um, as a minimum. Uh, I think it probably on the surface be unwise to kind of pause at these current levels, but we shall wait and see. They've got a lot to take into consideration. The only other news event for the day is the German Zoo uh, economic sentiment figure. 
and we have been in negative territory so it's just remains to be seen um whether the economic backdrop whether there is kind of broad negativity um with the german economy so that's um that's going to be an interesting one at 10 a.m now i did mention there's some very important news coming down the pipeline and we're seeing these markets get a little bit of a bounce at the moment again it's it's very concentrated with um, your major large cap largely tech-based um little bounce that we're seeing in these markets currently uh, and we do have um an important ipo with arm which is your um your ai driven sort of mania trade and um huge oversubscription for that and uh, the markets are, are are sort of experiencing a little bit of a bounce accordingly um if we look at us bond yields just as a kind of a metric we can see that inversion so we've got a situation we've got to yield curves so we can see that if you commit your capital over a 10-year period you'll learn you'll earn um a lesser yield than if you if you commit your capital over a two-year period um now this is not a normal a normal condition normally it's the other way around normally if you want to commit your capital for longer you'll earn more more um you you'll generate a greater yield so there's very little incentive to um to put your capital to work over a longer term period um but it does highlight the the, the near-term risks and this central bank rhetoric um holding rates higher for longer um looks like that could be a bit of a feature for these markets and um we've still got this 70 basis point inversion which is actually slightly lowering we were up 100 105 um but if you can see the charts here we're, we're pretty close to recent highs with more significant uh, upside moves in in the US 10 year now again these are kind of moves which would be more likely to have a negative impact on the equity markets and we're clearly getting fairly reasonable bounce but we've got a mixed market condition again I'm afraid because we've got the indices potentially looking bullish but we've also got a bit of a bullish dollar um, which again is kind of counterintuitive we're always looking for the um it depends on the news event to some degree but we're, we broadly we're looking for um uh if the indices are are, are, are strong and the, the move is kind of somewhat meaningful we'd expect the dollar to weaken um so we got that weakness yesterday today it looks like there's a bit of dollar strength sitting in these markets um we had let's break them down for you in a little bit more detail um this is the s p 500 currently up on screen it's a bit messy in the sense that we're currently in 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 between the the highs and the lows 
We've even seen a structural failure trade to the upside. We pulled back last week, and now it looks like we're going to get another attempt to push to the upside. We did say yesterday we'd be concerned about the 50-period moving average, so it needs to navigate that on the S&P side of things. Um, if we look at the Dow Jones, it's kind of a similar picture. We've got recent highs and, and last week's lows, and prices are just kind of ranging uh, in between those. So I suppose that lack of clarity prevails. Same situation with the NASDAQ, although we are above the 50-period moving average. So now we've got these recent highs. We want to see if they prevail. If this price starts to break down, roll over to the downside, and we start getting below the 50 and the 100, you know, that would certainly be quite a bearish move uh, and one worth keeping an eye on. Um, like we said, this uh, this market rally is very much driven by a relatively small number um, of very, very large cap tech firms. Um, and the rally needs to broaden out. The problem is we've got a consumer which seems to be waning a little bit. Um, I suppose the weight of this inflation is is, is feeding through. Um, unfortunately, now we're looking at things like delinquencies and uh, we'll be paying a little bit more attention to redundancies as well. So unemployment numbers ticking higher. We're going to be, it's going to be interesting to watch wage growth and um, and uh, delinquencies as well, and see how, how how those begin to play out. Right, uh, and and the reason the cost of debt is has been increasing steadily for the last year and a half, and uh, it looks like we're going to be staying higher for longer, but we'll see if that dynamic begins to shift uh, or not. Um, there's a bit of a positive mood perhaps across these markets currently. There's sort of a poor quality trading opportunity in many of these markets as things currently stand. We've got lower highs. We've got lower, lower, lower lows in the in the DK. We're getting a little bit of a bounce now. Um, I suppose we want to challenge this market and determine whether we're actually going to get above last week's high or whether these prices will actually eventually roll, roll over to the downside. Uh, Bitcoin. Um, yesterday we got close to, to making a, a new recent low uh, and we've kind of bounced off those lows as things currently stand. So a poor quality setup there currently. We do like oil higher. Um, it's a kind of a case of when we've mentioned many times we would like now we're up at these highs we would kind of like a little bit of a corrective move it doesn't look like we're, we're going to get there anytime soon but if we pull back to 82 dollars that would be a, a prime uh, price to get into that trade um gold you can see the quality of these moves are, are, are kind of not great. There's a, there's an awful lot of you know four day indecisive indecisive candlesticks uh, here in gold. Now, if the dollar strengthens, gold will probably roll over to the downside. And if we see dollar weakness, uh, a dollar strength. Sorry, the other way around. If we see dollar strength, we'd probably see gold continue to weaken. If we see dollar weakness, we'd probably see a little bit of a bounce in gold. 
So direction in gold is kind of dependent on the dollar. So the question is where where are we at with this dollar? Um, again, we were suggesting yesterday we were in the euro dollar and the pound dollar. The problem is we couldn't really extend our stop losses uh, above last week's, oh, I think it was last Friday's high, um, because that would have suggested a turnaround. Now it looks like as if we are getting that that little move. So our bias stays the same. Um, we still like these markets to the downside. The, uh, the tradable side of the trade is kind of messing us around a little bit. Um, we could look to get into this again to the downside, but we've got a mixed picture because we've got a, a risk on market condition and a strong dollar. The question is how strong the dollar is. Mild strength against the yen. There was nothing there against the Swiss franc. Yesterday we had a a reasonably decent move uh, to the downside yesterday in the dollar CAD. Will we start seeing some some dollar strength coming in? We'll have to wait and see. We're pretty much range bound as far as the Aussie is concerned uh, and sort of similar similar vibe although with a slightly more bearish view to it uh, than the Zealand dollar. So we have the potential for this uh, dollar strength trade to, to, to kick on. Um, there's not much volume so far in the trading day today. Um, and we'd like to see some strength kick in, uh, some dollar strength kick in elsewhere as well. So one to watch in terms of that dollar strength trade. Um, Euro pound, it's a sideways pattern. You know, really tough sideways moving market there. So the other two trades we're able to get into yesterday, which are more of a medium term trade, uh, would be the yen pairs. So I think it's clear that the BOJ need to make some sort of um, gesture to markets to to remove the, some of the accommodation they have in play. The problem is since our entry yesterday, we've done nothing but really bounce off those lows. So we were only interested in trading the structural failure trade to the downside. We got into those. Now the only saving grace is that there's actually very little kind of volume. And we have our stop losses uh, at significant uh, distance from our entries. So We've clearly got kind of a false breakout as things currently stand, but if that begins to pick up pace, that would add more momentum to the downside. So we've got a kind of a more medium term view of the euro, euro yen, pound yen. Um, we need to see what, what the BOJ are truly kind of what they're saying, because they're kind of talking to both sides of the market at the minute. And it does make it for a frustrating environment. So, Question is, what do we have? And it's 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 what do we have with I suppose reasonable. Um, we we when we trade, we want to try and get a bit of a fundamental fundamental understanding of the trade. We also want to get uh, like we want to have a little broad understanding of kind of sentiment, whether it's positive, whether it's negative, and then technically we want to see. Um, higher highs, 
higher lows if the if the price is pushing higher and we want to see correlations in play as well and we're just getting distorted views of this overall market right now um And like I said, tomorrow's CPI is likely to be a bit of a game changer for these markets. So if we, you see there's an awful lot of resistance just up at these slightly higher levels for markets like the NASDAQ. The S&P, we need to get above the 50 period moving average, which is struggling to do so. Um, We have the euro yen and the pound yen. Yeah. We were really wanting to stay in the euro dollar and the pound dollar and we were kind of unable to do it. We have to draw a line in the sand at which point this train we no longer want to be in it and that was i think thursday's high and yesterday we broke a little bit above and on the open we kind of rallied a higher and then that is now beginning to break down so um we can have a look at the euro dollar and then commodities are, are not we would like oil we prefer to get in on a pullback rather than a breakout of the highs and uh, a little bit of indecisive for gold so what it, what would our bias be i think it's a case of one or the other at the minute it's either indices to the upside or dollar to the downside it's not a great trade plan so we are littered with this indecision really but um let's um let's just call it as it is um so market summary currently mild risk on market conditions with concerning cpis so that's still that's still pretty much intact from yesterday we've still got this uh, risk on market condition it's continuing to sort of make progress to the upside so i guess we have to call it as we see it um there is concerning us cpi figures expected uh, uh tomorrow so currently risk on market conditions with concerning um with with higher us cpi figures expected tomorrow a little bit more um so we're able to get into the euro yen and pound yen from yesterday um however today we, we want to let those trades kind of do their thing and there's no opportunity to kind of exploit the euro yen and pound yen in any particular direction since we got into those trades um so so we've either got us indices to the upside which we'll, we'll take a close look at them um or we can look at dollar strength so either indices up or dollar up uh, which means euro dollar pound dollar potentially to, to continue rolling over to the downside but let's see if they can do that um with this cpi number out tomorrow we might have a bit of a challenging day ahead it's going to be a bit of a tough call i'm afraid 
um, really not experiencing the, the kind of clarity in these markets that that we would have expected perhaps you know going into September bit of a tentative start um, but let's see how these markets unfold now as we as we go through uh, the trading day and we're, we're, we're kind of we're able to get into some yen positive trades uh, on the back of the fundamentals beginning to change and shift and that's why we've got a medium-term view of that so we can probably take those out of the equation for now and uh, you know we're able to get into them and we're going to look to sit in them for as long as we possibly can see if we get a real sizable swing um, so hopefully that will pay off in the coming days and, and weeks we'll have to wait and see on that what would be helpful to us is if the BOJ come out and say uh, actually we will make some considerable effort to uh, to loosen policy um, which is likely to happen now we're getting to kind of crunch time for the BOJ over the next couple of months now we might be premature with those trades but just to let you know they're not we're not looking to to day trade them or anything like that all right so look, that's our view um it's not it's not a fantastic market condition but we'll trade what we see and we'll try and work with that accordingly so look on that note guys in terms of narrative it's a little bit all over the place at the minute there's there's aspects that you could or narratives that you could draw from from either side of the uh risk on risk off debate and uh, i think tomorrow's cpi number has the potential to be really quite market shaking so let's see if that's the case um and of course we'll see what figure comes out you know we know that heavily manipulated cpi numbers but let's see if they're if they're going to show a little blip or not um, okay, any questions, guys, feel free to post them. If not, thank you very much for joining us. As always, uh, we do trade these markets live every day from 8 a.m. for the European trading session. Um, and we're back again at 12.45 p.m. for the U.S. trading session. And these are U.K. times, by the way. So for more information, just go to livetrading.com uh, and we'll, uh, we'll see you there. Great stuff, guys. Thanks so much. Take care. Speak soon. Bye for now.